Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that you will use this city as a tool of witness in the lives of those who are struggling to live godly for you. I pray that it will bring deliverance and set the captive free. Lord, as it goes beyond the prison walls, the highway and byways, that it will compel those to come unto you. Lord, those that are struggling, that they'll begin to live victoriously. And Lord, when that race is over and it is all finished, Lord, they can come unto you and you will say, Well done, thy good and faithful servant. In Jesus' name. Genesis, the 12th chapter, verses 1 through 2. Now the Lord had said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show thee. And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. In the book of Hebrews, the 11th chapter, known as the roll call of faith, everybody that you see in Hebrews, the 11th chapter, are known as champions of faith. I want to drop down and just look at two verses, verses 6 and 8. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Verse 8, by faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance, obeyed, and he went out not knowing whither he went. Eternal God, we're grateful and thankful to you uh, for the gathering of the people that are here today. Now, Lord, let us have ears to hear and a heart to receive what the Spirit of God has to say to the people. Now, Lord, today, God, I pray that there will be someone that will be receptive to what the Spirit of God has to say. Let them, God, Lord, be found obeying. Not just being a hearer, but being a doer of what the word has to say on today. Now, Lord, help me, your servant, to be found decreasing. Because I realize, Lord, without you, I am nothing. I can do nothing without you. Matter of fact, Lord, please lend me your anointing. Because it's through your anointing today that yokes, chains, and fetters will be broken. And somebody that's in need of deliverance will be delivered today. Through the word of God. Somebody that needs Lord Jesus salvation will Lord receive it today. Somebody that's need of the spirit of God to dwell in them Lord. And to manifest itself in speaking of other tongues as your spirit gives the utterance. will receive today. And God when all of these things are said and done. And people Lord repent of their sins and are baptized in your name. And filled with your Holy Ghost. We'll remember to give you the glory, the honor. And that of the praise. Let everyone say in Jesus' name. Before you see it, I just wanted to read to you the 8th verse of the 11th chapter of Hebrews. By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance, obeyed. And he went out, not knowing whither he went. 
In the remaining time that I have, if you allow me to put this thought in your mind, leaving the known for the unknown, leaving the known for the unknown. Usually when one thinks of leaving, it denotes going away from something or someone. Permit me, allow me, if you please, to throw out a couple more synonyms that that are connected to leaving. Depart from. Jesus said that on many occasions. Depart from me, ye workers of iniquity. Withdraw from. There are some things that we are involved in, some people that we are involved with. We need to withdraw from them. Exit from. Uh, I look back there and I see the exit sign on the door. Many of you would exit exponentially if if we were to say fire you you would leave here quick fast and in a hurry retire from retire from pull out of be gone from vacate leaving the known for the unknown let me give you the backdrop we have a man that is named abram no he's not abraham yet he hadn't had his encounter with God yet. So his name is still Abram. He and his father, they are told to leave their land. And as they're departing, Abraham is about 75 years old now. And he is used to dwelling in a place, a culture, if you please, of worshiping little G.O.D.s. His father, they, they built them and they, they worshiped these little gods. But now God is speaking to them and telling them to leave. In their quest to leave, Abraham's father, he passes away. But now Abraham is still doing what was told to him as he and his father were leaving. Now we find ourselves in Genesis, the 12th chapter. Now he is going to have his first encounter. After being 75 years old, he first hears from God. And what does it say in Genesis 12 and 1? Now the Lord had said unto Abram. Now now the Lord said unto him. Now prior to this, they were moving because his father had this. But now God is speaking to him personally. I want to tell some of our young people here, you won't be able to make it to heaven on mama's Holy Ghost, daddy's Holy Ghost. You got to know that you know that you know that you got it. Let me say it this way. The commercial says you can't leave home without it. Well, you can't leave here without the Holy Ghost. I I know I've got some people here. You say, well, but pastor, I repented of my sins. That's good. Pastor, I was baptized in Jesus name. That's even better. But if you don't have the Holy Ghost, like the Bible says, you will not be able to leave. But he's now hearing from God himself. That was daddy's time of hearing. Now the Lord said what? Get thee out of thy country. Get thee out of thy country. And from thy kindred. And from thy, your peeps, you know how they are. You hang around some of them, they, you ain't never going to be saved. Because they do the things that the world does. Read. And from thy father's house. And from thy father's house. Unto a land that I will show thee. Unto a land, watch this now, that I will show thee. Never heard from God in his life. First time he hears from God, God is telling him to just trust me. 
even when you can't trace me. I'm going to give you a land. You ain't seen it yet, but it is a land out there. It's the land that floweth with milk and honey, but you hadn't seen it yet. All you have to do is take my, oh, thank you, Jesus. All we need is a word from the Lord. Just one word that we can stand flat-footed on and say, the Lord told me. He's getting this from God. Personally, leave your family. Leave your country. Leave your father's house. And I will show thee a land. Somebody said he hadn't shown it yet. He hadn't shown it Ooh, yet. Tell somebody else, that takes faith. That takes faith. <laughs> Read. And I will make of thee a great nation. And I will make of thee. Uh, wait a minute. I will make of thee, singular, a great nation, plural. And I will bless thee. And I will what? Bless thee. I know I've done this on many occasions, but can I have me some truthful people? How many of y'all want to be blessed? Raise your hand. Raise it high. The higher you raise it, maybe that's the closer you are to your blessing. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, I thought I'd see all hands and maybe even a couple feet up on that one. But okay, I got it. So everybody wants to be blessed. So, so Abraham hears him say, and I will bless thee. I'll do it. The government won't do it. Some of y'all looking for the government. The government ain't going to bless you. They in a jam by themselves. They over in more than trillion, $5 trillion in debt. It's is an astronomical amount. I, I probably won't be able to count all of the O's as, as long as I live. So they, they can't help you. Read. And make thy name great. And so, well, well, he going to not only bless them, but when people hear your name, it's going to be up there. It's going to be a name that people revere, that people respect when they hear the name of Abraham. Read. And thou shalt be a blessing. Now, this is the part. Can I, can I get everybody raise your hand again? In order to be blessed, you got to be prepared. Put your hand down, boy. Y'all act like y'all like it's going to come right now. It ain't coming right this second. I mean, it's coming, but, but, but maybe not at this second. But he, he's saying now, in order to understand how I bless, I'm going to make you a blessing. But it's not, bef- not to cause you to become somebody that can say, Look how many digits I got in the bank. <laughs> Man, look, I'm living large. It's not for you to be bragging and boasting. Matter of fact, he said, I'll make you a blessing so you can become a blessing. See, the, the blessings that you have, now he's saying, I, I'm going to make you a distribution center. I'm going to make you a warehouse. I'm going to make you a place where when somebody is in need, they can come to you and be blessed. Now, how many of y'all still want to be blessed? Oh, I thought that would be the case. I'm, I'm just simply saying that this is the word of God. We've got to be willing to leave the known for the unknown. If you don't leave when God says to leave, you may just wind up finding yourself missing out on the best that he has to offer you. I'm saying to you, you might wind up missing God's best for you. All because you're not willing to be stretched and challenged. You're just wanting to settle for what's comfortable and safe. What you are used to doing is dealing with the known. Every last one of us, if we be honest, we like to know where we're going. 
I, I doubt very seriously if anybody starts out, somebody calls you and says, hey, I need you to, to be at such and such a place, and you don't know where it is. You just get in the car and crank up and go. I ain't talking about use your GPS or nothing. You just go in your car and start riding. We don't do it like that, do we? You want to know where you're going. Now, I know I'm old school, and this is like back before probably some of y'all was born. We used to use maps when we went on trips. Atlas. Y'all don't know nothing about that. We break it out. All over the whole, I mean, the front seat is, but, but, but you, you want to know where you're going. So I can understand that you're going to have difficulty leaving the known for the unknown. This message probably is not going to process because you're saying, preacher, you're asking me to do something that I'm very uncomfortable with. Well, that's right. Why do you think he gave you the comforter? To comfort you in the uncomfortable situations. But that's where we find ourselves. We just want to be safe, comfortable. We're just so used to the, everybody say the known. But let me say this, my brothers and sisters. The Bible is filled with people who left the known for the unknown. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Jesus left his throne in glory and took on humanity and became the savior of our soul. Peter left fishing. He had a fishing business and he became the apostle Peter, now known as the fisher of men. Levi, he left the lucrative tax collecting business and became a disciple of Jesus Christ. And Abraham, as we read, he left his home, he left his family, he left his country to become the father of many nations. And oftentimes leaving becomes the path that leads to the door of our destiny. Mm -hmm. Hear me and hear me clearly, my brothers and sisters, guests and visitors. If it's God who tells you to leave, not, not your restlessness or things that aren't going your way or your discontentment about a situation. Just maybe God is prompting your heart to seek after the unknown instead of settling for the known. I'm telling you because when you venture from what you know to something you don't know, that takes faith. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. It is the evidence of things not seen. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is God, number one, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. You can't get there without leaving. Peter wouldn't have the testimony of walking on the water had he not left the safety and comfort of the boat. He left the known for the talk back to the preacher. I'm telling you, it's the unknown that we fear. But with God, we ought not fear anything. So allow me to share with you someone I know personally who left the known for the unknown. This sister has had a high-level corporate job, making about a six-figure income, and still climbing, continuing to climb the corporate ladder. But one day, oh, I hope one day we all get to the place where we will allow our old man to take a back seat to the new man and step in to the unknown. This sister had this high-level job making six digits and I mean still climbing a corporate ladder and then one day she decided to do something called leaving the known for the unknown see see when God has this call on you and he puts this passion in you you'll step out like that 
Matter of fact, when she stepped out into it, it was a field. It was a calling. It was a ministry she had never dabbled in before. She didn't know anything about it. Only thing she knew was it's time for me to leave the known to go to the unknown. And however, she knew that uh, leaving would become the door to her destiny. Oh, would somebody get this? Leaving becomes the door to your destiny. Now, she was operating in her passion. Uh, If this church could ever operate, if everybody could just find their passion, get in their lane and stay in their lane and drive until Jesus comes back. If we could get somebody to be passionate about the loss at all costs. If we could get somebody to be passionate about somebody that is away. That needs to be back in. You've got to be passionate. I can't give you that passion. Now, years later, she's operating in her passion. She's the CEO of her own business, traveling all over the country, helping young people to know and understand God's plan and purpose for their lives. I'm sure, without a doubt, as she looks back in retrospect, she would say, leaving the known for the unknown was just Jesus. <laughs> just Jesus, I tell you. It was Jesus that put that passion in me. That's why we leave. Because Jesus left heaven for you and for me. And that's why our lives belong no longer to us. But it belongs to him. Jesus paid it all. All to him we owe. Maybe he's asking somebody in here today to leave the known for the unknown. I don't know what your known is. Maybe it's a relationship. You know how some of y'all are caught up in some relationships? God ain't got nothing to do with it at all. Person ain't saved, and you acting like you ain't saved. You in some relationships where it's going south fast. You in some relationships that's very toxic. All they speak and spew out of their mouth is negativity. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, but they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. No wonder you so negative. That's all you eat is garbage. I don't know what your known is. Hmm. Maybe it's a position. Let me help somebody right here. Position, titles, they don't mean one thing. It's the person that occupies it. It's what you do with the position. It's what you do with the title. Too many people, they get caught up in that stuff. I'm going to tell you right now. I made. I said something to, to the church. church said something to uh, leadership some years ago. If... For whatever reason, I would no longer be the title that they've given me in the PW. Guess what? I'm all right with that because I know who I am. <laughs> I don't need no title to, to validate me. It, hey, if I, w- I was going, if I had the opportunity and had uh, the, uh, the knowledge way in advance about an opportunity, I would have went yesterday. And I promise you, those people at that that affair would have said, hey, Brother Haynes, how you doing? And guess what I was like, I'm doing fine, brother. Some of y'all, y'all couldn't take that. They ain't put y'all handle on it. They called me. Brother? Yeah, brother. I was a brother before I was a minister. I was a brother before I was an elder. I was a brother before I was a district elder. I was a brother before I was a Suffolk bishop. And if I ever be a bishop, oh, Lord, y'all gonna have to really help me then. Because guess what? I'm still Brother Haynes. Don't get it twisted. I know who I am. But some of y'all known could be a position. Be careful what you ask for. Maybe you're known as some sin in your life. Sin, unrepentant sin. 
That's what's going to get us in trouble. But if you sin and you repent. Now, I, I ain't, listen, I'm not talking about the habitual. Lord, you know what I'm about to do. I'm getting ready to get my groove on. But after that, Lord, I'm going to repent. Our true life story. My wife, if I'm lying, don't say nothing. But if I'm telling the truth, say amen. While two people were in the bed, in the act of making love, the person dies. Where'd you got time to repent on that one? Between the climax? No. Listen, listen. I am trying to make sure that these young people keep it 100 and as real as we can get it. Because, see, what y'all have done is try to make pretend that you don't see and you don't hear. They need you to know or you need to let them know that you know where they're coming from. Listen, y'all, I was born, but I wasn't born yesterday. It ain't no trick that a young person can do and think that they're getting over on me. Seriously. But maybe your known is some sin in your life. Leave that known for the unknown. I don't know. Maybe your known is your comfort zone. See, some of y'all, y'all, y'all comfortable just coming in. Eating three meals a week. <laughs> get my meal on Monday night prayer. Get my meal on on Wednesday. And I'm going to really get my meal on when I come into Sunday school and, and Sunday morning worship. And leaving out here full as a tick spiritually. But ain't doing nothing with it. You just comfortable having a seat. Preach, Pastor! And that's if you say that because you might be between snores. Oh, But wait a minute. Your comfort zone. Your comfort zone won't allow you to be in a place where God could speak to you and say, she needs Jesus. He needs Jesus. You need to share a word with them. Because, see, that takes us out of our comfort zone. Oh, no, you know, I can't do nothing like that. I can't pull words out of you. Let that door open and let that right ringtone come on your phone. <laughs> You'll get it out. Ooh, I can't miss it. Oh, yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Where, where, where you want me to meet you? Your comfort zone. Your you got to leave the known for the unknown when it comes to your comfort zone. Maybe, just maybe, you're known. Perhaps it's the way you've always done things. I want to encourage New Life Ministries of Aiken. Until Jesus comes back, what you see is what you get. I'm going to love you, and I'm going to correct you. I'm going to love you, and I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to love you, and I'm going to make sure you get the word. That's going to be till Jesus comes back. I'm not trying to be your friend because that's not what my calling is i'm here to be your pastor i'm here to be your pastor i'm to watch over your soul i'm to feed you and every now and then gotta give you that spanking and after i give you that spanking guess what i'm gonna do i'm gonna love up on you now how you feel about me after that that's on you because god is not going to judge me for how you treating me didn't even shake my hand i stood by the door no problem. I'm good with it. But maybe you're known as doing things the way you've always done it. Mm, nah. I want to encourage new life from this standpoint. Our message will never change. Our methods might, but not the message. It's holiness or nothing. I'm, I'm, I make no apologies. Water baptism in Jesus' name is still right. Being filled with the Holy Ghost is still right. Holy living is still right. Loving your brother and sister is still right. So when you hear me talk about change, those are non-negotiable. That's not what I'm saying. It's perhaps you're known is the way you've always done things. Without, without considering, maybe I need to rethink how I'm acting, how I'm responding, how I'm speaking. Without leaving your addiction to controlling anything in anyone. There's only one somebody 
that's in control. And his name is Jesus. I am not a puppet. And I am not on your strings. You cannot and you will not manipulate. Because that's not how it's designed. These knowns we need to leave for the unknowns that Jesus has for us. I'm not telling you that it will be easy. But I know the outcome will be amazing. I know it will be amazing when you get in your spirit that God has an unknown for me. It might be scary. It might be something I'm apprehensive about. But I promise you, if you leave your known for the unknown, you have an amazing life waiting you. Thank you, Father. I gotta give you thanks. Because, Lord, everything that you have done, I didn't look at the now. I thank you, Lord, for the release of every chain. Everywhere I go, God, I gotta give you praise. Because you have heard my cry. We have been smothered by the grace of God, and it has brought us joy. Therefore, Lord, we was able to make a joyful noise in this city. We have learned to forgive, and with that in mind, God, I just can't stop praising you. In the name of Jesus, we give you praise. Amen.